Welcome back to Silver Warrior. This is your host, Morgan Pate. Today I'm here with William Oaks. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I met Will in college when I moved to Colorado. <laughs> Ages of what feels like what feels like light years ago. Five years ago. Three so, years ago. Yeah. We we're in landscape architecture together. Which I mean, there's like many a nights where we both it would be just us in the studio. Like it would be the wee wee hours of the morning. And like three or four. Exactly. And it would be just us left because we're like, listen, we had we had full time jobs, you know, we had other things yes. besides school going. So I was like, yes. Well, I'm gonna have to do I'm gonna have to do my school work in the wee hours. And so it would be just us there. And I remember I remember <laughs> this <laughs> Morgan brings in this fucking water bottle that I swear <laughs> to God I swear to God would solve the drought. Like this this like jug. Like I'm talking a jug, like capital J U G. <laughs> that has like a little cover on it. Dude, hot pink, which honestly was a total serve and I respect you for. But I remember like seeing that jug and that was I think that's like that was the night talking about that water bottle is like what really solidified the friendship. The friendship, right. yeah. Because the camaraderie at three mm-hmm. a.m. like there's a certain level of camaraderie that you get working together at three a.m. when the world <laughs> is completely dead, you know. But you're not just you're not like working hard. You're you're drawing and you're coloring pictures. Like in in essence, like it totally is like an adult coloring book, especially at that stage in our college career oh like it was (laughs) I remember how many breaks I had to take because I would have to take breaks to go look at other people's artwork which listen we all have different skill sets but like dude if I needed (laughs) comic relief we did self-portrait that was our first project right and this motherfucker he drew himself and he looked like what what was the guy what movie was it where he had like half of his face melted off oh shoot I, I can't remember, but Anyways, yeah. He looked like, like a fucking villain. Um, <laughs> he looked like a candlestick. A candlestick. Someone just held up a lighter and he just melted. Bro, yeah. That's some, he got caught in the heat wave. <laughs> but, After that project, he did not stay in the program, to, to say the least. <laughs> no, there was, after the first week, a lot of desks emptied because I think everybody realized that it was like a little bit more uh, intense than we had planned for, which. Yeah. Listen, I can't. I can't say shit. I dropped out. I did not finish the program. <laughs> I said toodaloo pretty early. <laughs> but that's also because you made it two years. You made it two years in. But it was like, dude, the really the nail in the hand or the nail in the coffin was I had maxed out all my credits and I had to take math classes. Mm. But I listen. I think I'm multifaceted and pretty intelligent. But when it comes yes, to math, are. I am not. I, I am not. <laughs> I am not serious. Yes. And I I tried my darndest, right, to yes. get into like these math classes and I did a placement exam, failed. And then I did literally like the precursor to the placement exam, failed. And at that point I was like, okay, you know, I've heard it's pr- it's probably easier if I do if I take this class at a community college, you know, and just yes. do that on the side. And I tried that, failed. But <laughs> So I think that was kind of, it was definitely one of the deciding factors, um, aside from not being super satisfied in the major. But yes. nevertheless, Morgan Pate persisted. <laughs> and I don't know how, dude. I don't know what I, strength. I dropped out. Did I tell you that? Yes. 
<laughs> You're just not finding this out. This is supposed to be my senior year, and I dropped. Dude, I am not in school. Listen, what am I? What am I? What am I gonna say to you? Like, <laughs> we're in the same boat, dude. <laughs> dude. It sucked. It sucked, and like you could go back. Like we know you're very talented. You're a very talented artist, and you have this fine skill of like perfectionism, and your lines are clean, clean lines. Like your work is good. Thank you. You know, but dude, it's like <laughs> as much as I love a fucking clean line. Oh, when I do that, when I do, when you're, when you're doing like 50 in a row at 4 a.m. Yeah. after like <laughs> I've worked fucking 40 hours with 60 hours yes. that week, you know, yes. it's just like there was a certain level of like, I, I cannot go I wanna, on, you know? Yes. Yes. And you like, literally you struggle with having a purpose because it's like, what, what is the purpose of working this fucking hard and being drained? And mm -hmm. here I am coloring. I'm like, Majoring in color pencil art. <laughs> I'm majoring in Crayola. <laughs> Minoring in fucking marker. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, you go to apply to a Crayola job, you probably couldn't get it. Well, and, <laughs> and, that's, like, and that's the other thing that I really realized is I spent, when I was deciding, because I, I was laying my options out and I was like, okay, so I don't think that school is for me, but either I can yeah. I can stay here and finish or I can move to California and just, you know, scrap it. And Figure it out. I think one of my big, like, probably my biggest deciding factor was knowing that, you know, even if I do finish school, if I get my perfect job, I'm going to be in an office, you know, nine Absolutely. to five. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think as someone who's always, like, struggled with attention, you know, and struggling mm -hmm. with not having enough variety and a lot of, a lot of diversity in my day, I mm -hmm. just... I've come to terms with the fact that I nine to five, I don't think will ever suit me, you know? And so yes. it was like, even, even my best case scenario wasn't going to be what I wanted, you know? So and that's a lot of people are like that. And it's like, I don't know if it's just school or I don't know if it's the degree or what, but like that traditional mindset of following this college path. And like, this is what I have to do to make mm -hmm. money. That's not for all of us. Well, <laughs> Right. And I think especially a lot of people, that's something that I've learned is a lot of people in the Midwest too take to that mindset because, you know, like it, everybody around you is doing the exact same thing, you know, and when yes. you're surrounded by people that are doing the same thing that their family has done, you know, that their mothers and fathers have done, you know, like it, beca it definitely, it becomes a cycle and it's not a bad thing for everybody. You know, some people are very satisfied in that, but mm -hmm. I think it definitely makes you struggle with your sense of purpose when you're yes. kind of the outlier, you know, and you can mm -hmm. only find one or two people that share that same sentiment. Mm -hmm. And in that same, you know, and that during college is like a crucial time, no matter in your twenties, in your thirties, you know, like that's still time where you're figuring like everything out. And as cliche as that yeah. is, you know, when you're committing so fully to something, mm -hmm. it makes it, sometimes it kind of muddles your identity and, and muddles what exactly you want and so you know it's, I think it takes a lot it takes a lot to think to first of all verbalize that you want to break out of that but mm -hmm. second of all to actually do that and so you know like props to you for really you know saying you like, well. enough is enough and, yeah you know, yeah so there's a million other things out there and just, absolutely it takes time
Absolutely. And like with you as well, you you didn't just stop. You didn't just quit school and say like, I don't know what else. You picked up your life and you're like, F this, I'm leaving. I There's more out there for me. And you picked up and you moved to California. So... Which, yeah, dude, that was a okay. Here's here's a little. <laughs> let me let me tell you a little something. So, um, I had it within mind knowing that I was probably going to move to California. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need to step up the car game. I'm gonna need to buy a new mm-hmm. whip, you know. So mm-hmm. you I, did, and I did, and guess what? Driving What's out that? there, it broke down three times. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And tell me, can you tell me why a fucking Subaru Forester, which is like only a couple years old, did not have that many miles on it? She was hurting, dude. She was hurting. I I remember. Oh no! And it looked like the Goofy movie. I had all of my suitcases strapped to the top of my on car. Top. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. On top, I had plants like my fucking big ass elephant ear plant was riding shotgun. Yes. I could see out of my front window and my the window left of me. Like that's all I could see. <laughs> You know, so I was like pretty much praying to God. And so I'm in Utah. I come around this bend. It's like this huge rainstorm. Like we're talking torrential downpour, you know, but like I'm and that, you know, at first I was like, well, fuck, there goes all of the clothing on top of my car. You know, you got your arm floaties on. Literally. Like, all right, I'm prepared. <laughs> and I come around the bend as it's raining and fucking wheel jerks to the rag. Of, duh, 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 and I'm like, all right, that's sick. You know, at first I'm like flat tire. Sure. Whatever. Sweet. Get out of the car. Like I'm like coming to a stop. I roll down my window to like listen for anything. I hear probably the worst metal screeching noise. And I'm like, okay, fuck. That's, you know, my suspension. And so get out. I'm looking around. Can't really find anything. Call AAA, you know, because I'm in the middle of actual butt fuck nowhere. Um, <laughs> like I'm looking at the next mechanic and it is what? 99 miles away. And so... I call AAA, which thank God I had AAA. I'm like, hey, yo, dog, like, I'm on the side of the road. I'm going to need you to pick me up. They're like, okay, yeah. cool. Be there in five hours. And so oh my God. at this point, what? I'm like, what else do I have to do? You know, like, it, whatever, whatever. It was a really beautiful sunset after the rain. Like, I was just, I was just, you know, calling people, calling my boyfriend at the time, like, just hanging. And so, yeah. Um, and then five hours comes up and I'm getting kind of antsy. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I get a call from the tow truck driver and he's like, Hey, we picked somebody else up. Um, and we were going <gasps> to pick you up too, but they had kids in the car. So now we have to send out another. So stop it. I ended up waiting 10 hours for a tow truck. He picked me up. We drove halfway. We, we were, he has to tell me 99 miles. We hit like halfway and he's like, Oh, that's my buddy. And he fucking pulls the semi over the side of the road and is just chit chatting with his buddy. Got, like, oh, dude, I'm like, my... at this point, I'm like, I'm just going to take what? a nap, bro. And so, anyways, <laughs> cancel my Airbnb, book a hotel, drop my car off at the in the or at the mechanic, walk to the hotel, you know, it's a wrap. Next morning, I get to the mechanic, and they are, and I, like, explain the whole situation. She's like, okay, let me drive it around the block. Drives it around the block. She's like, there's nothing wrong. And I was like, okay, well, surely, <laughs> surely, you know, I didn't <laughs> yeah. get it towed 99 miles for no reason. And so, yeah. I get in the car not a damn thing wrong. I can't hear anything. No. So I'm like, all right, keep on trekking, you know? So I'm going through the tip of Arizona. It happens again, but this time there's no shoulder. <laughs> it's like, it's too, it's a Canyon road. There ain't shit for me to go. So I'm just like, I squeeze as much as I can off to the side and I'm calling my sister. I'm like, guess what just happened? Um, and so at this point I was like, well, there's nothing I can really do, you know, like, 
kind of like in between a rock and a hard place. And she's like, well, literally, literally, (laughs) she's like, what if you just waited it out and like maybe he'll do do the same thing as last time. And against my better judgment, like I baby my cars, you know, like I'm always worried about something about my car. So I do that. She picks up, you know, we're going, I'm, I make it another like six hours and I'm in Victorville, California, right? Meth capital. Um, yeah, exactly. And so, and she finally she does it again. I'm like, I cannot do this any longer. I call AAA. They're like, you're absolutely crazy if you think we can tell you. So I limp it because I was out of miles. Um, I, yeah. I limp it like half a mile to the next shop. He's like, okay, word. Like I can, it's your CV axle. I can replace it in the morning, find a hotel. At this point, I don't have enough service to load anything on my phone, but I can call my sister. My phone's at like 4%. I'm on the phone with her and she's like trying to log into like my bank and stuff to like book me a hotel and blah, 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 blah. We get it done, you know? And so, and then I arrive at the hotel, which like, I'm not a prissy person by any means, you know? Right. But it's like, you know, I wanted something that's like comfortable. So I found something yeah. that was like a hundred, you know, like 30 bucks a night. You know, Reasonable. You think, yeah. yeah. And so I get there and, um, oh no. So I start walking from the mechanic. So like, it's like a 40 minute walk. Um, and mm-hmm. there are no Ubers. I tried the Uber, nothing. And so I'm walking, you know, dee, da, dee, da, dee, and a car fucking hops the curb in front of me. Door flies open, and I see it's my mechanic, and he's like, get in the car, dude, like, get in the car. And I like, get in the car. He's like, he's like, dude, you're so lucky you did not get fucking shot out there. He's like, people get shot on the street every day. And so, what? Yeah. And so then he drives me to my hotel. He's like, by the way, <laughs> yeah. He's like, by the way, don't get out of your, or don't come out of your hotel room. Like, only come out of your hotel room. If you have, if you're getting into a car, this is like not a great area, just Victorville, California in general. And so um, I'm like, okay, you know what? At least I can like chill in the hotel, you know, like reset. I get there. I'm looking for the lobby. No fucking lobby. It's a ticket booth. <laughs> and I pass. I like the lady. I, I just hear, don't hear what she's saying. Um, and so I just slide her my card and my ID. She gives me back a car, like a key. I go upstairs. Dude, this place was fucking creepy. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm just going to like, let me just plug my phone in real quick. None of the fucking outlets work. Okay. You know, let me, what? let me turn the AC on. AC doesn't fucking work. Let me, you know what? Let me pop a window. <laughs> window is fucking sealed shut. So I'm like, all right. It's locked. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Let me take a shower. Water doesn't fucking run. <laughs> and so I'm sitting what there. What are you? I don't know. And I, I like, it's obviously somewhere that you don't come to fucking stay. Like you're fucking for 20 minutes and you're out, you know? And so. Prostituting. And yeah. so then my sister calls me and she's like, how's the hotel? And so at that point I didn't cry. I had not gotten upset, you know? And I was like, you know, um, nothing works. And I'm actually just really want to be home, you know? And so I start crying. And then she sends me a picture of like a $130 Uber. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. And so I get the craziest Uber driver on the way there. She's talking about how she wrecked the, it was a Nissan Versa that picked me up, but it was a different color. She then told me, she's like, oh yeah, like I wrecked my, my Versa last week. This was a rental. And then she told me how she has wrecked like four cars in the past six months. So I was like, <gasps> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> and then, yeah. So that, that car was just like a host of trouble. So it was an interesting time getting here. But the fact that I did end up getting here alive, I think, was like a pretty good sign that I was meant to be here. So. Oh my god! What? <laughs> like, like that thing, is the craziest story I've ever heard. There was some toil and trouble, and then I get there, and I had signed a lease, right, sight unseen, which 
I had asked my friend who lives there to go see it, and they were like, "Okay, no." And I was like, "What the fuck, dude? Okay." Um, and so, you know, signed a lease, sight unseen. I'm get dropped off by the Uber. I'm walking up like to the gates, go through the pool area. I'm unit number twenty four, and I see twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. Don't see twenty four, and I'm like, "Oh god." Oh God. And so then I go, Where's ask, that? I go and talk to the lady that's swimming at the pool. And I was like, Hey, have you seen unit 24 by chance? And she's like, sorry, no, I don't think I've ever seen that unit. And so I'm like freaking the fuck out. Luckily turn the corner. It's right there. But I was terrified. You know, I was like, yes. I was like there's no way that I, <laughs> come on, are you kidding me? that doesn't exist, you know, but you know, ultimately everything that did go wrong, or like could have gone wrong, ended up going right. You know, like I was able to get towed, you know, I luckily I had AAA, like I had food, water, cell service the whole time. You know, my sister was able to help me out, like with booking me a hotel, like calling and like doing all that stuff since I didn't have service, you know, and the mechanic drove me to my hotel. Like there ended up being an Uber and to take me back to LA. Like it was, it Absolutely. all out, you know? And I yeah. think that was reason enough for me to be like, okay, like what, what doesn't, what, what good thing comes easy, you know, and comes comfortably. Right. So I just took it as a sign instead of taking it as like a, a pushback from the universe. I just took it mm-hmm, as like, mm-hmm. a, you know, I finally made it here. Obviously I'm supposed to be here. Damn right. Absolutely. That's very optimistic of you. Like I would be like, fuck this shit. Dude, <laughs> and listen, I don't know where that fucking optimism came from. I think it was survival. Cause like, I remember getting dropped off by the uber and going inside and just be like you know what i'm gonna walk my little happy ass to the grocery store you know oh no the mechanics like but i remember just saying like i was so happy to finally get to my apartment you know yes. even though all yes. my shit was in my car you know like i was just happy to be there i'm know? alive yeah exactly. yeah so so what are you doing now so when I first started, or when I first went there, I was like, I'm going to give myself like a month not working, just like get used to the space, get used to LA. Um, I got bored very quickly. And so then I was like, you know, eventually I know I wanted to join production, but it was like kind of, it's kind of iffy in how you get in. And so I started working at a coffee shop and then like three months later or three weeks later, you know, I'm visiting my boyfriend at the time in Tucson. Um, and the one that you met at my going away party, actually. Um, yes. Okay. Awesome. But you guys have been together for a while too. We well, I, we actually broke yeah. up shortly after. But oh, okay. But he's he's, okay. he's a really cool guy. Like, oh, okay. it was just a distance. He's a really cool guy. We have mm-hmm. no, you know, like no resentment. Mm-hmm. We're amicable. But, um, but then I got a call from one of my friends. Was like, hey, I just got on this job. Like, would you be interested? And I knew mm-hmm. nothing, you know, it was like, I had work on Monday. It was Sunday afternoon. It's like, hey, it starts mm-hmm. tomorrow. So I'd have to quit my job. I knew nothing about the industry. I didn't know, like, where I was supposed to go. I don't know where I was supposed to show up. Like, I had, or I had, like, an address, and that's all I knew, mm-hmm. you know. And so it was definitely a learning curve, you know, figuring it out. But, it, you know, the same thing as everything. Once you figure it out, you figure it out. And so um, – that's how I started in production and I'm still in production now. Um, and so I've just worked on like a bunch of different shows, um, like shows and like limited series. Um, and, uh, that's actually how like right now I've been off for like three weeks just cause mm-hmm. my project finished and 
it was a really good excuse for me to come back to Colorado and see my new niece. Awesome. You know, so it was like, yeah. it's, it's production life is pretty all consuming. You know, it's like sometimes mm-hmm. you're working 12 hours a day. Sometimes you're working 14, sometimes you're working 16 hours a day. You know, like I had one show mm-hmm. with like 16 hour days for six months straight, you know? Holy cow. Yeah. That's a lot. So it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty all consuming. Um, but you know, like I've met, so many people through it. Like one of the girls that I live with, actually, she became a really dear friend. And she originally, the show that we were working on, she had saw me or saw me and she was like, I think he's cute. I'm going to ask him out. And then my other friend was like, he doesn't like women. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and so she actually brought that up and, you know, that actually blossomed into a beautiful friendship and we live together now. You know, awesome. hey, that's perfect. Yeah. Things like that happen for a reason. Absolutely. No, exactly. And so, and then we live with another girl who's, who they met on their first show together, but it's a really, that world is a really great way to get to know people because, you know, you're constantly jumping from project to project. Sometimes you're working on something with the same crew for, you know, a month, sometimes six months, sometimes a couple of mm-hmm. weeks, sometimes a couple of days, you know? And so it's just like, there's always an ever changing pool of people around you. And so it's just like, as you are spinning in this whirlwind, whirlwind there are certain people, you know, that you grab onto and that stay in the mix. And yes. so mm-hmm. I've, it, once I started in production, I found it really easy to find a community here, which something that I didn't realize until I moved is that like Fort Collins Mm -hmm. and just Colorado in general, but specifically Fort Collins, just like I had such a good community here and it was so solid and I didn't realize how solid it was until I left and I didn't have it. Um, You know, and I think that's also something that can be worrisome, you know, for people thinking about moving out of state because, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter your age, it's always like the, okay, but I have all my people here, you know, especially Ooh, if all of yeah. your family is here, you know, especially, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, all of your family's family has lived here for forever. All of your friends are here. Like mm-hmm. leaving all of your connections definitely is difficult, but it also, I think what I've learned is it really helps narrow down the people that really are important to me, you know, because when you come back, you only have so much time mm-hmm. yes. to a lot to people. And mm-hmm. so it really does you know, not saying that, you know, you only see the people that you need to see. Sometimes you see like a couple extra people here and there, but yeah. after you see them, you know, it, it, it puts it in your mind whether or not you want to keep them or not, you know? Yes. And yes. so definitely also learning that too. And that it's like totally okay to not, mm-hmm. you don't owe anybody a friendship, you know? Absolutely. Especially yeah. when and the people who in your life, they're going to make the effort to, to be in your life yeah. no matter what. No, exactly. And, you know, especially I'm sure a lot of people share the sentiment and realize, you know, like you grow out of the people, a lot, like most of the people that you make friends with, you know, in college and high school, but it's like, there's a lot of people that I still have, you know, a lot of respect for and want to involve Mm -hmm. myself with, you know? And so like even when I had my going away party, like what I realized was like the people that showed up to that are really truly the people that mattered, you know? Absolutely. Because it was pretty last minute, you know, like it was it was last minute. It was like, hey, if you can come, come. And so all of the people that I really wanted to be there were there, you know, exclusion Absolutely. of like one or two, including you, motherfucker, yes. and yes. Mario and Luigi. 
Mm. <laughs> Luigi and Lily. I'll leave. <laughs> Freudian slip. My dog. <laughs> Dude, Lily's like. That's okay. Lily's like that fucking hurts, bro. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, and like in, even speaking of, there was like a small blip of time where I was moving out, and we were almost gonna live together. You and I. Yeah, that was. Like yes. A, that was like a short, short, and I forget what happened. I think I found a place like. And our timelines just didn't match up, but you had wasps in your freaking oh, room. My fucking. You remember God. that, dude? <laughs> yeah. That was a fucking. That you house was like in your window. That house was a fucking doozy, dude. I like literally, I pack up my shit. I'm like, all right, you know, first place, you know, let's fucking go. I walk up to my room with my little suitcase, you know, like we're gonna start with packing shit. I see that my window's open, but I'm like, oh, like. You know, it's 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 a nice time of year. Like maybe like they're just probably airing it out, you know, like I can dig like I dig that word. And then sure as fucking shit, I open up the window. <laughs> like I, I pulled the curtain down and there is a fucking host. It's not even a family, dude. Like this is a full blown colony. Like they're established. A wasp, dude. Like I'm willing to bet there's probably a tiny little like wasp C V S. There's definitely a hospital. Like they've been there for a sec. <laughs> And so I pulled that down. I'm like, nope, absolutely not. And I don't, I don't care about bugs. Bugs are fine to me. But I was just like, you're, you're fucking kidding me. Not in my bedroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I fucking turn my ass around, walk out the door, fucking close it, get in my car, and go to my boyfriend's at like working at the Times house. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come back to that one. Like, I'll, no. I'll get back to that. Maybe I'm gonna leave it for like a day. I'll come back and they'll be gone. You know, maybe they'll get the They'll get the, the clue that somebody moved in, you know, besides <laughs> them. So, but that, dude, that fucking house sucks. God damn. Which I later, I found out, unbeknownst to me, that my landlord was my sister's husband's grandma. Weird. And none of us figured that out until, like, late in the game. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then, and then, you know, I I found some new roommates in the new year. I was only there for, like, I think like three months, but then I found a new place and I was like, thank God. I'm so glad to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, absolutely. That was a bad place. Everybody has, everybody has fucking bad house stories, you know? Oh yeah. The big old three inch flying cockroaches. Yeah. Let me tell you about those. (laughs) Were they paying rent? Um, you know, them and the, the big ass rats, the size of cats. Yeah. In the attic. Um, My friend Lauren, I'm so this is in Florida. It was we call it the Maxwell House on Maxwell Street, and it was like this like when I say crack house, (laughs) (laughs) paint the picture, give me the full rundown. Okay, I love I you know I love the two girls I live with. I love Catherine and Lauren if they're listening, but. We move into this place, and I, I had never been inside this place. I had only seen pictures. I had only dropped Lauren off. I had mm-hmm. never been inside. But you're like, okay. Shelly, they live there. Like, it's probably cool. Like, it's fine. Yeah, she's like, oh, Morgan, you only pay. I only paid, like, less than 500 bucks a month, like 475 with this big, big room and two dogs in a yard. I'm like, this is perfect. That's what I paid for my fucking shitty place. So note to self, I mean, not like anybody will pay four seventy five again. But right. that's the seriously. Just, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, so I, I rolled up, and this place had overgrown palm trees. Like, if you've ever seen that in Florida. Oh, yeah. They had a cotton. They thought it was really pretty, so they planted a cotton plant, just one, in the front For sure. <laughs> and the grass was super tall and overgrown, and then they just parked in the yard. <laughs> Why mow your grass when you can just fucking drive on it? <laughs> so I, the first night that I moved in, we were all having a beer, relaxing a little bit, and I go to the kitchen, and something, like, flies in front of me, and this thing wasn't little. This thing was big. It was like, big. Like, give me, give me, like, a size comparison with your hand. Like, mm, what, like... Like, bigger than a tube of chapstick? Like... Mm-mm. Hard pass. Girl, I Hard said pass. girl. Sorry. Like a, <laughs> like a medication <laughs> tube. Bro. A okay. Pill, are you telling me the fucking like cockroach inside of a pill bottle? I would say bigger than that. Like, like maybe not in width, but longer than that. This so it thing, was an adult. Oh, my gosh. Literally, and they fly, and they're three inches long. This thing is in like an inch thick, maybe. Dude. I don't know. I don't want to know about the cockroach girl, dude. <laughs> my And I I was like, I screamed. And Lauren's like, what? What? I was like, what the fuck is that? She's like, oh, yeah. I didn't want to tell you that we had those because I knew you wouldn't move it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're damn right I wouldn't have moved it. <laughs> you're like, that's so interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. you know what? You fucking hit the nail on the head. Yeah. <laughs> You're damn right. We had the like a power line, so we had storm shutters, and we had a power line that connected um, the roof of the house. Like, kind of went over the storm shutters and went to the next house. And there were rats. Like, when I say rat, I don't mean a tiny mouse. Okay, crawling across the power line, and they're like in the storm shutters, and you can hear them in the ceiling. Bro, dude, Mm -hmm. I. I, I got out of that place real quick. You're like, listen, <laughs> as much as I as much as I love having cockroaches the size of medication tubes, you know, fly <laughs> in my face, and as much as I love having a whole colony of rats living above me and tap dancing while I'm trying to sleep, I think I you can hear go. them in the walls. Like, <sighs> my dog started barking, you know, and I was like, Shh, it's fine. You're like, you're like, you're like, listen, you're like, I know this is just as distressing for you early as it is for me, but here's the thing, dude, you barking makes it worse. It just reminds me that they're yes. there. Because oh. yes. you can hear them crawling through the walls. I'm like, there's no way that they can get into my room. There's no holds or access, access points. So I'm like, if we just be quiet, just shh, just and it's don't like, let know. pitter patter. But still, I'm like. like Knowing that there are creatures hanging out, like, that's still, that's still, oh you know. Yes. So I feel your pain. Yeah. But, but you know what? We're no longer in those places. No longer oof. in those places. But, yeah, like, I think that's also that everybody needs to live in one shitty place. Yes. Everybody needs yes. to, like. I'm sorry, I don't care what background you come from, you gotta live no. at some point in your life somewhere that is just like shit. You don't want to bring people over. Yeah. Right. Dude, that's yeah. the thing is when you so know if you're like No, let's go to your house. You can't you can't come over. You can't, you can't come I have over. another story for that. If you have let's time. Okay. So it was 
St. Patty's Day a long time ago. I don't know what year. It was a long time ago. And I had just met this guy at the bar. He was very handsome. And I don't know what my house, I just remember my house was a flipping disaster. Like, you know, when you get depressed and you got, you haven't cleaned oh. or done the dishes, you just throw your crap everywhere. And like, so I've, like been, I've been there. Sim- it's simply too much. It's, it's a simple it's task, but it's like simply just not in your wheelhouse. Yes. And it's like, you know, I don't know what to do about it, but it's just happening. And my house was a disaster. And I met this guy and he's like, yeah, let's just go to your house. I'm like, nope. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my house? Yeah, what's wrong with your house? I'm like, yeah, I just don't, I just don't have people over. <laughs> and he's like, I know, I feel like I live with my grandma, actually. I <laughs> Yeah, I just don't, you know, like, you don't know what to say. Like, I just don't, you, I'd love to spend out with you, but, like, I just can't. So I I bought a hotel room. Okay, fucking baller-ass Morgan. 40 minutes away. (laughs) Morgan, I would say that that is the craziest thing that somebody's done for Dick, but I've I've driven fucking across state lines, dude. (laughs) <laughs> I showed up at this man's house, fucking, he, I drove to Wyoming, I drove 50 minutes, I showed up, I fucking knock on the door, his dogs are barking, he fucking hisses at his dogs, I should have known then. He hit? Anyways, yeah. anyways, anyways, <laughs> back to your story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just here, this is gonna last about... 20 minutes, and I'm out. Yeah, this is going to be a fucking come and go, bro. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, so, when you bought the hotel room, is he like, all right, cool. Like, was he down with it, or? Yeah. down with the cause? It was, like, really weird. Like, we're still kind of in connection. I think you might follow me on on Snapchat or something, maybe. But, um, yeah, it's just an odd... He was a lawyer, so he's, like, picture this person who's all about the legal system, and, like, and then there's some fishy chick he just met, and it's like, no, you can't come to my house. I'm going to buy a hotel room across town on the off the highway. You're like, we're going to, hey, baby, is this sound sexy? We're going to go to a Super 8. We're going to watch whatever they have on cable. We're going to watch reruns of Cops. How does that sound? How does that sound? How does that sound? <laughs> he's like... Like okay, listen. <laughs> as, as, as being a man, like included, men are dumb. I know. Like he really didn't question it, and I was like, you know, I there's a lot of red flags here on my end, so I'm really surprised that you're not questioning this situation. But was you're it down like, for it? Did was there a relationship after that, or was that <sighs> absolutely not? Fuck. No, he lived like hours away. He was just in town for St. Patty's. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. I I see what was going down. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll see. In but, that situation, you're like, listen, <laughs> we both know what we're here for. And I'm, That's exactly. But guess what? I'm not going to have to do the sheets afterwards, so <laughs> well worth That's what, my $60. You know, it's, well, you know it, you're struggling when it's like, we just went out to party and I'm putting this hotel room on my credit card. <laughs> Bro. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that that's called humbling 
there's more to that story, but I don't feel like sharing the details. <laughs> Listen, I don't blame you. There are plenty of fucking unsavory stories that I've uh, got what myself you got? into. What do you got? Uh, you know, I'll I'll share some of the ones that are like on a little bit of a, a lighter note, right? Okay, okay. Um, I mean, listen, I didn't know that the fucking gym that I go to in Santa Monica is the fucking gym for fucking, you know? Like, I did not realize that this is like the hub. And I heard somebody else talking on a podcast and they were like, yeah, there's this gym that I go to. Like, it's, it's the fucking like cruising spot. And I didn't find this out until I had listened to that podcast. And it makes more sense now because motherfuckers always be giving you eyes. Like, I the... <laughs> always you know and so it's always like a half and half it's like listen i i present pretty like i think i present pretty masculine and also like it's i think it's hard to tell at first until i open my Mm. fucking mouth that (laughs) i'm getting you know and so it's like if i flash them these flash them the fucking little painted funfetti nails bro then that usually helps a little bit, you know, helps mm-hmm. my cause. But it's always like a half and half. You never know if mm-hmm. if there's you are a very handsome man. So I or not. yes, yes. Well, dude. So I'm fucking. This has happened a time time a dozen. And one time I was fucking down bad. Right, this guy. It had been a while, and this guy was really handsome, and he was like. He he messaged me on Grinder. That's how you know. You know, like you're fucking working. Oh, yeah. You get a notification after you've been eyeing, making eyes with somebody. You're like, yeah, it's you. Hey, Ryan. He found you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His name's not actually Ryan. But, mm-hmm. and then, you know, mm-hmm. like we're making eyes, we're making eyes. But I'm like truly trying to focus on my workout at this point. You know, like, listen, as much as that sounds great, like I got things to do. You know, I got work later. Right. Like I'm trying to get yeah. this done. And so he like is messaging me and then I'm like, all right, I'm on my, like, I was like, oh, so sad. Like I'm on my way out. Sorry. And he's like, he's like, so am I like, come make out my car. And I was like, and against my fucking better judgment, I was like, oh, sure. Cool. (laughs) Meanwhile, like, dude, I look like I just fucking took a dip. Like I look like an otter. Like I'm fucking soaked in sweat. Like I got fucking titty, titty sweat, like running down. (laughs) I've got the fucking Grand Canyon, bro. Um, and so and we're just like talking for a second and we're like making out by his car which is like the fucking trashiest thing ever like hey, you see people just fucking make like getting into it outside of a fucking 24 hour fitness <laughs> against the side of a fucking forester like <laughs> I get home and I see the fucking imprint of his ass on my car not bare ass but like his shorts <laughs> if you think I was fucking that man in public you are wrong <laughs> I'm sure I was actually probably minutes away. I was pretty darn bad. But you meet there's just a lot of a lot of different folks, you know, and like everybody's had a hookup where you know, you you start making out and there's just some fucking rank taste in their mouth. Like, dude, I don't know dude. if you oh. I don't know what kind of diet you've on diet you've been on, <laughs> but it tastes like you've been fucking digging through the garbage. You know? <laughs> oh, like, like your oh, no. mouth, your mouth tastes like decay. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no signs of life inside of this fucking mouth. Like, it's like just fucking open it up and check if it's still taint, because like you taste like a corpse, you know. And here, how yeah. many corpses have you made out with? Just that one. <laughs> <laughs> and like I've, I you know I've had hookups where I've politely like made out for a couple minutes. And I'm like you know I gotta go. Oh yeah, you're a shit, bro. Really he was having brushed your teeth. 
Yeah, or yeah. just like brush your tongue. Dude, I brush your fucking tongue. Gag on it. I don't care. <laughs> but I fucking actually just a few days ago, I was hanging out with a friend. I was in Longmont and I was driving back and I was like, you know, I could go for a little. And so I'm like on grinder as you do. See this guy, he's like in his thirties, pretty cute. You know, I'm like, sure, this works out. Like we're talking for a sec. It it lines up, you know. I get to his house and this motherfucker looks like Elton John. <laughs> by no means am I trying to fuck Elton John. No. You know? So anyways, I get there <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like when will you learn? And so you know, I'm getting there and he's like, You're so handsome, you're so handsome and I was like, dude Yeah, I know, bitch. <laughs> you're like, Well, I wish I could fucking say the same, you know? <laughs> like, I think you were handsome ten years ago. Oh my Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That oh, kind of he posted Oh no. Yeah. And that's why now I always like if they have like face pictures and stuff like I always ask, Do you have any recent face pictures? Which can be caught, like, catch you off a little off guard because you're like, what the fuck do you mean reason? You yes. Yeah. But, you know, you, you can never you can never trust the hoe, especially no. them thirsty-ass fucking 40-year-olds. No. Ew. Oh, I have a, a story about the, the not, not breath, but, like, a dude came over once, and he was, like, in a hurry. I was like, you know, I texted him, and he, he responded real quick and was, like, in the car before I could tell him to come over. You and know, so like, he showed up. I was like, oh, wait, not, not, not right now, right now. <laughs> like, so, like, this second. So, like, bro, like, I'm literally half naked on the fucking, <laughs> like, on the couch. I need to shower. Like, I need to shave. Like, there's a production. This yeah, is bigger than not, you. Yes. And he showed up and he's got fucking, like, crusty mustard and ketchup in his mustache. Dude, are you telling me that this man fucking was throwing down some 7-Eleven hot dogs on the way to yes. <laughs> yes. And I like I I love your mustache. I think you look great with it. But like since then, I like am kind of turned off by mustaches. Oh, dude, mustaches. Also, I'm transferring to the car, so I'm turning my okay. camera off. But um, okay. But dude, no, I that's the thing. Even growing mine, I was like, this is questionable. This is questionable, yes. best, especially in the early stages. Yes. And you know, there it it works for some people. I think it also just depends on on your demeanor. You know, like some people, mm-hmm. some people are sketchy. Like you don't. Oh, it's just a hygiene thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same with the brushing your teeth. Brush right. the tongue, clean the mustache. You know, make sure even though it's a hookup. You know, make sure you're well, clean. Right. I think that's like. I think you know. I think that's something you do for the other person because you're like they're mm-hmm. probably you know there's an I think there's an assumption that it it's a two-way street you know yes yes and every once in a while when that's not the case it can be pretty disarming you know <laughs> oh, oh yeah no we'll get into the the lower half hygiene as well sometime later oh. but like that's a Motherfucker. <laughs> Speaking of fucking seven eleven hot dogs, dude, there's some of them that have been sitting on the rack for a bit. <laughs> like listen. As much as uh, li- listen. I guess sometimes there are not enough hours in a day. But you sure as shit cannot tell me that they're in- if you have time to fuck, you have time to fucking scrub your balls, dude. <laughs> like Yes, I, thank the, you. I, listen, I, I, I'm a fucking man too. I understand. Sometimes yes. you think 
after you go run some fucking errands that it's fine, you know, and that you're probably okay. A little fucking trick. Okay. Or not a trick, but... You know, I'm I'm gonna let you know right now, it's not enough. <laughs> it truly is not it's enough. It's not. You know, and especially because you... You need some... Yeah. I've... Dude, there's been some times where I've had... It's a, you know, it's a pretty fucking hot day. I'm driving to a hookup. It's a little bit of a drive, you know, like, I have AC on, but you still get a little sweaty. Where You know what? This may be overkill, but fucking... Have some goddamn baby wipes in your car. Have some face wipes, you know? That's like, what I'm saying. When Keep push them with comes you. to shove. You... Oh, oh, man. I've been on dates where it's like they go to the bathroom and they come back and they've clearly taken a like, shit. Like, And, yeah, they they want to mess around later and they've got, like, poopy butt. And I'm like, <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> straight up. Let, let me, like, what is everybody's first reaction to hearing the word fucking poopy butt? Not good. <laughs> Not good. Single berries. Like, Especially when you're stink. up in it. Like, yeah, you can smell it. It's nasty. Wipe that shit off. Clean yourself up. Also, listen, I I don't care if you have a fucking hairy ass, you know. Like, I, right. you, that is no excuse. You, that is no fucking excuse to have, you know, shit hanging around. That is no, Are you still there? no excuse, you know. Yeah, can you Uh-oh, hear me? I think I lost him. Out? Morgan. Uh-oh. I think I lost him. Thank you so much for listening. Um, tune in to the next episode. I have a couple of guests on this week that, that are going to be bring some interesting conversation. So thanks for listening. Please visit my website at com, And my Instagram is soul underscore of a warrior. Take care.